0: Welcome to Quick Bites by Mind Over Food. I'm Andy Friedman, and today's very special guest is Izzy Atkinson from Body Love Soul Method and The Wildflower Project. Izzy Atkinson is a body image and mindset coach who works with women to overcome their body shaming habits, to reclaim their confidence, overcome disordered eating, and work through body dysmorphia. Izzy is also a personal trainer and fitness instructor. Izzy got into fitness as an outlet for her mental health and wanting to get stronger and work through her body dysmorphia. As her journey evolved, she realized that there was a close tie to the work she was doing in fitness and the bigger picture work she wanted to focus on, helping women feel more confident, empowered, and be comfortable having real, raw conversations around our everyday struggles and mental health. That is when the Body Love Soul Method was born. Izzy also runs a passion project called Wildflower Project, which is an initiative to help women come together to talk about mental health and our everyday struggles. So Izzy, welcome to the podcast. How are you? Doing good, you
1: know, very much so.
0: (laughs) So let's just get right into it. And how did you come to develop the Body Love Soul Project?
1: Yeah, so Body Love Soul Method really was born, um, you know, talk about being creative in 2020. So I was working in fitness, obviously in person, um, Mm. pre-quarantine and was hosting these wildflower project meetups, this other kind of passion project I had. And of course, everything changed in 2020. And I was thinking to myself, you know, how can I bring a combination of what I offer, sort of in the fitness space, as well as um, in this mental health and this body image space, how can I bring this to life in a virtual setting? Because there is a demand for it. I mean, especially in quarantine, I think that a lot of challenges people are having that maybe they could push aside with having busy schedules really came full force. Um, So anyways, I ended up saying, you know what, I'm going to bring this idea I've had virtual, I've been working with women anyways, around the the struggles with body image, um, you know, self-worth, how you show up in the world for yourself, um, a really complicated relationship with food. Mm. And so Body Love Soul Method was born. Um, yeah, I officially launched last May and it's been an awesome journey getting started. And I've worked with some really incredible clients so far.
0: That's really really great and I'm so glad you're talking about body image because in fact this is, you're the first person that I talked to during this podcast's about body image directly like head on mm-hmm. but it's something I talk I talk about my clients with all the time and you know what is your approach to helping people overcome their negative body image and negative self-esteem
1: yeah it's it's so complex, and I think. Yeah. My approach is a very, you know, some people might say I'm woo wooey, but <laughs> <laughs> what's that mean?
0: What's that mean? Woo wooey. <laughs> like, Does that mean like it's like ethereal, like a uh, guru kind of thing, or what's that I mean? Woo woo.
1: <laughs> I feel like it's almost like people describe woo wooey as like spiritually. Ah uh, like yes. It's crunchy, but crunchy. I yeah. A lot of those lines, but I think you know, what I realized in my own journey with my body image, and you know, I struggled with deep, deep rooted body dysmorphia, disordered eating for a long time, is that none of it was about those things. And it was never about my body, right? And it was never um, about actual, let's say food or things like that. It was always tied to something else going on that I wasn't ready to look at or wasn't ready to deal with. And so what I really like to give to my clients in the body, love, soul method is tools and ways that they can turn inward in a way that feels healing and productive. So, you know, I always say like the opposite of anxiety is actually taking action. So a lot of times we'll sit in our anxiety of, you know. I need to go to the gym six times a week. And, and oh my God, my pants aren't fitting me anymore. And I gained 10 pounds and I, I ate bad food last night. And it's like, how can I actually take a few action steps in a positive way to start my day off in a better mindset tomorrow and figure out what's driving these emotions to begin with? And is it, you know, oftentimes the women I'm working with, it's really a place of, they don't know their self-worth and, that can come from so many places, right? The society we live in. It could be um, your relationship, your family history, and so I think it's also finding ways to help these women become empowered of who are you at your core, who do you want to show up as in the world, and how can I help give you the tools to do that so that you stop pulling apart and destroying, you know your own self-worth and waking up in the morning and saying really mean things to yourself.
0: Yeah, that is so true. And it's so beautiful. And this is, you know, a big area where we overlap because what I say to my clients all the time, it's not about the food. It's about the mindset. Yeah. It's all about the mindset and then using, you know, personally using cognitive therapy to help shift that mindset. Mm-hmm. So, It's so great. And I really want my listeners to hear that, hear what you're saying is that there are small mindset steps you can take that will make a huge difference about that anxiety you feel about, like you say, oh my God, I'm gained 10 pounds. Oh my God, I need to go to the gym six times a week. And those things might not be realistic if you have those big, crazy, um, goals. So that that is, is so um, beautiful. So, you know, like I just said, I use cognitive therapy techniques, because that's how I've been trained, you know, what kinds of things do you do or say to your clients to help them shift that mindset?
1: So a lot of it is reworking your inner dialogue with yourself to start. Um, So really being thoughtful, like one of the first kind of, let's say homework assignments I give clients is catching themselves. What are you saying to yourself on a daily basis? Like truly, what are the things, and you know, most of us, we don't like to say it out loud, you know, I'm gross, I'm disgusting. I mean, whatever it is, it's, what are you saying to yourself? And we all hear the example, you know, would you say that to someone you love? Would you say that to a friend? But I really challenge them to think to themselves, How would you feel if I said that to you? What would your reaction be? You would be horrified. Um, And so, giving them little challenges of what are you saying to yourself? Now, I want you to turn, let's say it's five phrases they come and they show up with. Okay, I want you to reframe every single one of those right now on our call. What could you say to flip the script? Now, I want you to start practicing doing that. And like any habit, any routine, anything you build in your life, it is a practice. And I think that that's something that, um, people get caught up in forgetting that it's a practice. It's a daily thing you have to show up for yourself and do you have to retrain, reframe that takes time. Mm. Um, and sometimes there is resistance. And so also acknowledging that on days where you're feeling some resistance, that those are typically the days you really need to show up and work on those mindset uh, shifts. I'm trying to think, you know, we do a lot of simple phrases. Like um, one of my favorites is, you know, a friend comes up to you and says, oh, I'm going on a 21 day juice cleanse. Do you want to join me? That's like a simple phrase that actually puts you mentally into a place of being like, Oh, should I go on a diet because someone I know is going on a diet and they're recommending I go on a diet? It's a trigger,
0: um, right? It's a tr- it's a trigger. It can be a trigger, absolutely
1: yeah. a trigger. Yeah, yeah. And so we do a lot of back and forth of, okay, what would you say as a response to not agree? Um, so I think there's there's a lot of that. There's a lot of you know, um, I love affirmations. I honestly believe that they very much work. Like I said, I'm crunchy. I think that they work. I think <laughs> yeah. you know. They do. Yeah. Reminders for yourself every day of, um, who you are, how you can empower yourself. And I think the last thing I would say to that question too, is that when you are trying to change the way you think about something, the way you think about yourself, behaviors, whatever it may be, we, as a culture, and most people want all or nothing, we go super extreme. And so I think even when people are on a journey of maybe learning to have, um, a more balanced relationship with food or a more balanced relationship with their body, how they feel about themselves, being okay that you're going to be in the gray area on your way to getting to a better place. Um, I think, you know, I always say to the women I work with, the first thing is body acceptance before we get to body love. Like right. you need to just get to a place where we can be comfortable before we get there.
0: Yeah, no, it that's so true. And, and I think the theme... Here is, um, because what you said earlier about like, it's not going to happen overnight. Mm -hmm. And that we are literally programmed as a culture to think Mm -hmm. that if it's not a quick fix, it's not worth it. Right. And and it doesn't happen overnight. And you're like a, a seasoned cognitive therapist. I mean, everything that you said is exactly, it's exactly what we do in cognitive therapy. And I love the affirmations too. I, you know, I kind of say, even if you don't believe it, yeah, say it because you will then start to believe it. One example is like, um, when you imagine you're on a beach, like if you close your eyes and I say, imagine that you're on your favorite beach, you know, with the book or whatever it is that make your happy place or whatever, you can kind of feel the physiological changes happening in your body versus if you think that, have that negative self-talk that you were talking about. So I just wanted to put that out there that <laughs> you're Love awesome. That. You're <laughs> awesome. But it does, you said train your brain and it takes time mm-hmm. to train your brain. And I think for for me, that's a huge piece to let to to get people to accept that it's not gonna happen overnight. So I thank you for saying that. I love that you're saying that. So since this is the mind over food podcast, you know, let's talk a little bit about, about uh changing your relationship with food because we all all of us women have this mm-hmm. kind of disordered relationship with food and, and me included, you know, you know, and, and you, less like you said, your journey brought you yeah, here. 100%. So, <laughs> so talk about what you mean with about changing your relationship with food.
1: Yeah. I mean, for me personally, it was very much, um, it was a control thing. Right. So for me, it was labeling food as good and bad was definitely a control mechanism. I wanted to have rules for myself of something because other things in my life felt out of control. Mm -hmm. And we, as people, we love, especially in diet culture, like we love rules. And so that was part of it for me. Um, and part of it was an emotional piece, right? So I think a lot of what I at least see with my clients and really in general is that, like we were saying, the all-or-nothing approach. We see a lot of women say, you know, okay, it's Monday. I'm starting, you know, this 30-day clean eats program. I'm, right. <laughs> you no, know, no sugar, no alcohol, no carbs, like crazy, crazy. And I get it because I have done it a thousand times um, before, and we're setting ourselves up to fail. So then naturally. That feeling of failure makes a lot of people want to then binge eat, go for that, you know, the junk food you haven't eaten in a month, something that's going to be a quick, satisfying way to deal with your emotions. Um, And so the way that I view food now, and the way that I really work with my clients around food is that food ultimately at the end of the day, it is a source of energy. It's a way to nourish your body and you Mm. need to look at food as how do you want to feel after consuming or during the act of eating that food. I don't want it to be how does someone else tell you, you should think about it. How do you want to feel from that food? So, you know, it's really about understanding why you're grabbing something and knowing that nothing really is ultimately in my eyes, good or bad. There's a reason for it. There's a reason one day you want the cake and there's a reason one day that you really want that salad. And so figuring out What's driving my emotions to want that? And how is this going to make me feel? Um, and last thing I would add is that if you do have these quote unquote, you know, as women say, like, oh, I was so bad. I Yeah, made- oh my so God. Oh, yeah. It's yep. like, everyone says I was so bad. And we see it all over, you know, social media Yep. Um, on theme with what you're talking about. And I'm sure with a lot of other episodes in your podcast, it's like, again, that's a reframe of the mindset you have to work on. You weren't bad you weren't, you didn't do anything wrong. And so people get really like uncomfortable knowing that you actually do have this wide range of things you can choose from. And how do you create like a balanced dynamic with those things?
0: No, it's, it's absolutely pr- true. You hit the nail on the head. We do so much work on, uh, you know, I say words matter yes. and, I have a whole thing about there's no such thing as healthy or unhealthy food. There's no such thing as good and bad food. You're not. And also being kind to yourself in relation to that. It's not, I mean, I think we talked earlier about like, sometimes I say, well, it's just a mistake. And if you make a mistake, you go, oh, you just get up and brush yourself off and oops and and move on. But even mistake may even be too harsh a word, Mm -hmm. you know, Um, so I love I love that, and I just hope that my listeners out there hear. It's so great to hear all the things that I've been saying to them coming out of other people who who have have gone on this journey on their own. I mean, it's really it's really brilliant, and um, and have come to realize that it really is more it's really about your mindset and it's not about food and mm-hmm. and you know if we could work together on <laughs> on dispelling or or I mean I, I wish I could start a movement really yeah. on on letting go of diets and mm-hmm. programs and so yeah. um I it's mean it's true. it's yeah, it's true
1: there was um what it was this quote that I Oh, I read the other day, I, um, I joined this conference, this virtual conference called the body peace conference. And a lot of it's about, you know, um, they work with Nita. So it's like people have struggled with just eating disorders, you know, body image mm. issues, but also just diet culture in general. And it was something like, um, you know, like, Signing up for a diet is like going to a casino. Like you're never going to win. If something along those lines, but I just remember reading it and thinking to myself, it really is true. And I think if people were able to take a step back for a moment and realize that diet culture is a $70 billion industry because it is not achievable. I mean, they literally make money on us failing. Exactly,
0: (laughs) exactly. somebody will say to me, Oh, I'm going to use Weight Watchers because uh, it's always worked for me. And I go, don't you hear that the fact that you that you said it's always worked for me, you have to go back right for it to work again? Is a it's it's ironic. Yes, it is <laughs> Not in a good way, yes. not in a good way. You know, yes. and I mean, it didn't work for you. Exactly. <laughs> That's why you have to go back. Right. Oh my gosh. <laughs> So just wrapping up in the last few minutes, can you tell me a little bit about your wildflower project?
1: Yeah. So wildflower project was born because I, when I got into teaching fitness in Boston, I, um, I had a different vibe, let's say about me than other fitness instructors. I, Um, my messaging was always about inclusivity and, you know, again, empowerment, strength, not coming in here to necessarily lose weight and have to change in a bad way. It was really about like giving people tools to empower themselves and be welcome in that space, anyone welcome. And so pairing that with also what I would share on social media, and I shared a lot about how in the past I struggled with, you know, body dysmorphia, disordered eating, um, depression, anxiety, things that I believe are normal things that most people don't talk about. And so I was getting reached out to left and right by women on my Instagram. You know, it's so great that you're willing to talk about these kind of taboo um, Mm -hmm. topics. And I remember coming home one night and saying, after I taught, I said, women want to talk about this stuff. And we are, you know, there's all these meetups that you would see in the city around um, networking or, you know, cock, you know, cocktails, summer fling, like whatever it was, but there was never really something where, in my mind, I felt, how can I bring women together in a group community setting and talk about a quote-unquote taboo topic? And so, Wildflower Project was born. Um, I love it. Yes, I read a poem about a wildflower years ago, and it resonated with me, which is why that was the name I chose ultimately, but we did monthly meetups where we would meet in different areas throughout the city. Um, and we talked about, you know, social media comparison, anxiety, and, you know, our day and age, what does that look like? We've talked about body image, um, you know, so many different topics. And so again, wildflower project and body love soul method, they have a lot of similarities. Mm -hmm. Um, but wildflower project, it was such a gift to be able to Bring women together face to face that didn't know each other and leave that room knowing they're certainly not alone in what they're struggling with or feeling.
0: Well, that's really, really beautiful, and I could, I could definitely think of a couple of topics I'd like to. We can talk about that later. <laughs> uh, I'm add to the <laughs> add to the Wildflower Project. That is so great because I find that although we talk as women about dieting and what diet we're on and we're and and actually people get really dogmatic about it which is another topic of conversation maybe we could have another time (laughs) but that that we're really not talking about the real struggles Mm -hmm. like you say with body image with aging yeah i'll just put that out there being an older woman (laughs) um um with, you know, just the natural changes in our body. Um, I just think that's, that's such wonderful to create that space. So yeah, Yeah. I really, and on that note, let's, um, tell our listeners, my listeners, um, about where they can, how they can reach out to you and where they can go to learn more.
1: Yes. Um, so I'm very active on my Instagram, which is just my name, Izzy.Atkinson. Um, and then Wildflower Project has its own separate page as well, wildflower.project. Okay. Um, you can also reach me on my website, which is www.izzyatkinson.com. And yes, I would love to connect with your listeners. Um, I love to talk about these things. And so- beautiful. Yeah,
0: it's beautiful. And I, and I will make sure that those links are available in the description of this podcast. So people can just click right through Izzy. Thank you so much for coming on. This has been so great. And I love that, you know, the overlap and how many directions you can come to this place, which is really, really, really what it's all about. And I love your body's love soul project. And, um, and, and I hope to talk to you again really, really soon. So thanks again.
1: Yes, likewise. Thank you so, so much, Andy. This was great.
0: I hope you enjoyed this interview with my guest, Izzy Atkinson from Body, Love, Soul Method and The Wildflower Project. Please visit my webpage at mindoverfood.com if you'd like to listen to more of these Quick Bite podcasts. If you'd like to learn more about Mind Over Food or are interested in one of my free 15-minute consultations, please visit my website or email me at andy at mindoverfood.com. You can also contact me on Facebook at facebook.com slash mindoverfoodtraining. And I'm also on Instagram, Twitter, and LinkedIn. Thanks for listening to Quick Bites by Mind Over Food. I'm Andy Friedman. Keep an ear out for more Quick Bites coming soon.